we do have to change our boundaries as our life evolves and shifts. And as we do, everything changes. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Oh my goodness, my friends, we are moving in to a new year. And I don't feel like any new year has felt like this one, at least for me, and I'm guessing for a lot of you, because we're moving into 2021 after a year like 2020, which has been like, holy shit. Now, here's the thing I want you to know. Some of my most tuned in friends that are studying all the, you know, projections and the things that were supposed to happen. They've been preparing for 2020. They've been preparing for it because they knew there was going to be some crazy shit that went down. I remember in 2019, as we were ending the year, I was actually in like a kind of funky space, but really I was in a winter energy and I was really inward. And I remember my friend, uh, Annabelle, she was so excited for 2020 coming. She's like, there's going to be big things. And by big things, she was knowing there was going to be some shit going down in the collective. And I remember just feeling um, amused by her because of how excited she was. And I see that happening with a lot of people, astrologers and people like that. And as we went into the year, they were right. The things were happening. The shit was going down. And it was not fun. But the people that are doing this work have been built for this. And they showed up in leadership. They showed up in a way that was the light for other people. But the thing is, not everyone was supposed to be in that space at that time. And that's okay. We each have a unique puzzle piece that we bring to this beautiful collective kaleidoscope and puzzle. And this message I'm sharing with you today is for you to deepen into yourself to cut the bullshit, to stop treating yourself in a way that is suppressing your spirit. And you're going to hear what I mean by that. And you may be surprised by some of these things on this list. And some of them, you're probably going to be like, yes, I need to do that myself. Now, I bring up what everyone has said about 2020 because they're also saying it about 2021. You know, people have been talking about... uh, 1221, December 21st for a long time. That's tomorrow as I record this. And 
there's so much that's happening if we look at the you know the projections and the forecast that has been spoken about about these times and then we look at some of the things that are unfolding in the government and even in places like social media changing their terms and conditions there's so much that's happening and I'm not going to act like I know about everything that's happening because the reality is I don't and really no one does but some people are more you know they've been studying those things right and that's that's their puzzle piece that's what they do they bring that information to to the collective I'm sharing it with you so that you can begin to have an aha moment and just start to deepen into some things. So instead of looking for a normal to come back, know that there's a new normal that's emerging and that you, no matter what is happening in the collective, you get to create your own economy. You get to create your own sanctuary within yourself, within your home. You get to get clear on what's allowed in your space and what's not allowed in your space. You got to get clear on what feels good and what doesn't. No matter what you're hearing out there, you still have so much choice, more than you realize, and I wanna remind you that it's time to reclaim those choices. Now with everything that's happened, there's one thing, one um, area that has really boomed and I feel like has been a really big blessing and it's people that are showing up in the online space such as myself people that are growing businesses people that are helping other people people that have created cool creations right like there's this woman I follow on Instagram and she creates all of these like crystal sun catcher magical creations these things sell out every time she restocks them. I'm like, can I get some of these? Like, I want some of those. But there's so many people that are really showing up in their gifts and their potential. But for us to do that in these times, we need to be focused. We need to be crystal clear. We need to cut the fat, the bullshit out of our life, the toxicity. And that includes our own patterns and choices. And that's what this is about. So going back to my message about the people showing up in the online space, with what's happening in the world, we have to be at home more. There's been stricter lockdowns enforced in places like the UK, LA, uh, New York City. Indoor dining is banned. Like, you know, places are closing down. Um, I even hear in Pennsylvania, where I'm from, that they've restricted a lot of things again. Where I am in Texas, people are not doing that, and that's why I moved to Texas, because I, I literally wanted more freedom, but not only did I want more freedom, I just wanted more space. Like As I'm recording this, I'm looking out, and there's just trees around me, and I really wanted that because in these times, I sensed that I needed more space to just recharge and process, ne needed more nature. So, And if I was going to be home then I wanted to be in a home where I could look out and see a lot of space in nature, but also just not be so confined as it felt in California. And that's what this list I'm about to share with you is about, is really learning to trust what you desire in this season. It's going to look different than in 2019, and that's okay. And there's something that's emerging through you right now, a new way of life, a new way of being. And what I'm gonna share with you is going to help you Activate that and bring it to life. Before I do that and I dive into this, 
I want to remind you to grab a pen and paper because there's going to be some things here that are going to speak to you. And hey, I want to hear about it. So I love when some of you reach out to me on email and say hello to me. Or if you're in my DMs on Instagram, my DMs on Facebook, say hi. Say hi. And I want to remind you, if you have not already, get on my email list because things are changing on social medias right now. And there's a lot of censorship happening and who knows, but I want to make sure that we can stay connected. Obviously, I'll be here in my podcast, but I do share YouTube videos. I do share updates and and cool things and inspiration and meditations and things like that on my email list. So the fastest way to get on my email list is to just jump in and grab one of my freebies. So one of my favorite freebies that other people love so much is my $10,000 monthly meditation. If you are already making $25,000 a month, great. Do the meditation and say that you want to have a $50,000 or $100,000 or a million dollar a month. You can use that content of that meditation to fill in the blank on whatever that number is. So check it out, try it, and share it with someone you love because we all need to be the richest versions of ourselves as we move forward. Speaking of our richest selves and also this concept that we're all home more than perhaps we even want to be, we're online more than we used to be. And because that's the case, those of us that are selling anything, that have creations, wisdom, uh, services, programs to share in the world, this is the time. This is the time. There's no other time. This is it. Like This is it right now. And I want to share a conversation that I had with one of my clients, Monique. She is a student in Money Miracles, also a student in Miracle Worker Method. And let me tell you, this woman has showed up and did so much without a website. She still has no website. She just showed up on social media and shined her light. And this woman has brought it and the universe has responded. And I want to share with you her energy, her light, but also what has happened to her by just simply surrendering to the call on her heart and trusting even when she was scared, making some investments. She even paid them off early because she manifested the money and it came in ways that she didn't even expect. So listen into this right now. And I can't wait because even women that are in these programs were like, wow, I freaking love Mo's energy. I just know that you're going to be inspired and you can let go of the idea that you need a website or that you need a fancy photo shoot to make thousands and thousands of dollars in your business now online. You don't, but what you do need is the right approach. You need to be doing the work on yourself and you need to be showing up in a big way with an open heart. And that's what we've created in these programs. So listen in and after we're done, we're going to dive into those lists. But I'll tell you this, by the end of this podcast, if you give me this time, you are going to be feeling inspired and ready to go. So listen in. All right, so we have Mo, Monique, and everyone knows Monique in all the groups because her energy is big. She has that big, bright energy, which is abundance. (laughs) So it's amazing. And you're going to get to know that today. But we're here because Monique has been in my world. We met in person the first time. Well, the only time right now uh, was at my book tour in Denver, which was awesome. So I love that you were on my journey then. And then she's been in 
money miracles and then right into miracle worker method my spiritual coach training program so tell us about what you do in the world because it's pretty awesome and uh, it's unique so yeah so hi guys i'm excited to be here i'm so excited that you you even you know created the space to open up to do this because it was something that i prayed over affirmatively and I was 100% dead set on being featured because I knew, <laughs> I was like, I claim this, this is mine, just like the scholarship. I did the same thing there. That's right, that's right, you got a scholarship. Like, yes, yes, which there's, okay, so I, I'm Monique Mo, people call me Mo, um, and I'm actually a faith-based psychic medium. And my job is so unique because I get to work deeply with the living and also deeply with the deceased, but my, my favorite thing is really, truly, reuniting people's faith in God. Yes. And that's what readings really do. I readings really reignite that connection. They, they reignite the connection of taking us outside the box that we have been constructed in and smashes that box. And it allows us to see the entire room. Yes. I love those photos that you would share like pre COVID and it would be like you in this big room full of people and you'd be doing readings. Like, I think that is just so beautiful and powerful. And, and, you know, that was something that opened up such a, a beautiful channel for me because I, you actively get to see God moving in the room and affecting people and them seeing the shift of that. There, there's nothing quite like live person events. You know that though. So yeah, I know, know the power of I it. I love seeing women like that are working in that capacity. Cause it's like, we need more women doing that. So I love that you do it and do it in a way that's helping people connect and get the messages the peace, yes. the, whatever yes. they're for, you help them bridge that gap. So you are truly a miracle worker out in the world, um, whether you did the program or not, but you did do these programs. And that's what I want to talk about because I've watched mm -hmm. you, number one, I already know you're powerful. I saw that all that pre all of this, but I've watched you blossom, take, give yourself permission to do the things you need to do and show up in a way that is even brighter and like claiming your throne in a way buying the new things, upgrading, trusting yourself, yes. investing, paying off the program early. Like, I mean, you're in it in all the ways. So I want to share that and just tell like with money miracles, the thing about Monica, she just jumped in. Like she was an all yes. It was like, I even DM'd her. I was like, remember you said you wanted to be in the money miracles thing when it came out. And she was like, oh yeah, thanks for reminding me paying full. <laughs> so she was yep. really, she just jumped into that one. And just tell us a little bit about Money Miracles. What was your experience in Money Miracles just for the fun of So this is, there's kind of a backstory with Money Miracles. I had made this agreement with God, with spirit. I negotiate all the time. Even though people think that you shouldn't, I do. My relationship <laughs> with God and spirit is like ratchet and magic. Like we have <laughs> yeah. this very cohesive relationship, okay? So what I did is, you know, I, you, you, I literally said, if Nicole personally reaches out about Money Miracles, I'm all in. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> Yeah. You personally reached out. I had enough of my money in my Venmo account for partial payment. And this is what people don't realize. I drained my savings account to pay for the rest of it. And yeah. I took all the money and I, and I told my husband, I said, I'm going to do this. And he's like, I absolutely know that you can do this. I know that this is possible. Let's do it. Drained my savings account, did it, jumped in. What I knew though, is that the return on this would not only be financial, it would open up a different way and it makes me tear up because it opened up a different way of living yes it opened up a different realm 
because of the place that it took me into, it, it takes you into the inner caverns of where you are truly afraid to go. And it opened up access points within myself where I knew that I was able to do this. And I made that money back within three weeks, the entire program within three weeks. And I put that back in to my savings account. And, and, and since then, it's been so many money miracle after miracle. I hit my first savings account goal ever in two months. Yeah. And to see, and this sounds so strange, but I wanted to be a woman that was not afraid of money. Yes. And I wanted to be a woman that was not afraid of living a really big life. And you know what really called my, it called my own self out was if I reframed it, if my client was coming to me with a program I created, are you willing to do this? Are you willing to bet on yourself as much as God is betting on you? Yes, you are. Yes. And that's when I knew this is it. This is the pivot. This is the point. This is the point of no return. If I take this leap, miracles are on the other side and i yes. said fuck yes yeah i am going in i am going <laughs> in and that's when i did it and ever since that i actually have a miracle tracker because so many things have shifted oh, in my yeah. life nicole i love it i love like i would always see um the alerts come through when you would post in the group you're like all right ladies and one thing that i want to share that was big for you and this is big for all female entrepreneurs and we're not going to go into all the specifics but in the program, I don't necessarily teach about this in the courses, but because you can ask me whatever you want and get the coaching. One of the questions you asked me was about getting paid more and you shifted from hourly mindset, like in this one single session to mm -hmm. creating containers that were in the four figures. And it's like, that is when things really shift. But Huge I financial shifts. Yeah, all of your wins. Like I have chills because I just remember you always like just dropping that dropping that little miracle in the group. And we would all just be like, okay, yes. I mean, a lot of women were, but I loved watching that for you. And then after, let's talk about after, because we went through that program, it was really great. A few months later, Miracle Worker Method came out and mm -hmm. you had not reached out to me about it, but, and this is the thing I wanna point out to everyone. I don't reach out and DM everyone. I am not a cold mm -hmm. DMer, that is not my thing. I'm like, if you wanna date me, I wanna date you. Like let's help create, but there's sometimes when women just fall into my heart, like there's, they're in my field and I'm like, all right, I would be remiss if I didn't reach out and just see what's here. Let's mm -hmm. see. And I remember I reached out to you. It was like some of like the last few days, maybe like two or three days before enrollment closed. And I'm like, hello, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're on my heart. I don't know if this is on your heart, but are you thinking about it? Like, I think this would really benefit you and take you to next level with your business. And I mean, this is the thing I also want to point out is Mo's already like spiritually gifted. She's not coming to me, like teach me this. It's just a level of mastery that I knew that in the mm. container, there would be a next level. So tell us about that because you were hesitant to jump in. You were like, it's a bigger commitment financially than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell us so about this. So there's a lot of, you know, when Miracle Worker Method rolled out, when there was even like talks about it in your realm, immediately I'd, I already knew that that was, it was on my heart and that God was calling me to do it. Spirit was calling me to do it. But I, but I also knew that there was going to be this, this leap of faith designed in that on purpose, because it was literally expanding my energetic body in so many ways to hold more financials, to hold more clients, to hold the vision longer, clearer, stronger. Yes. or ultimately what it is I was creating. I, I realized in 
in that, even that resistance of me working through the resistance, it was, it was already expanding me rapidly. Miracle worker method pushed me in a lot of ways because I knew it was going to stretch me, but I knew it was going to give me miracles of truly seeing what the divine can not only do in, in other people's lives, but in mine. And it was, it was really unique because again, I made an agreement. <laughs> I, love I was it. like, all right, God, God. You're like, I was like, all right, God, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to take this on and I'm going to do this, but I'm going to give myself, and you had gave, you had given me the framework around it. Give yourself space. You know, I was one of the few people that ended up taking on payments because I was afraid of this commitment. It scared me. Yeah. And it really scared me because my larger investments up until that point had only been student loans. And so that for me around working through money miracles was trying to reframe negative debt and positive debt. And so it, it was really beautiful to have you again, you came forward and you snapped me back into this place of this is an old version of you that is essentially dying out this identity, this woman that is afraid of even these payments, right? Once you realize that you reframed it, I thought this again, this is my pivotal point of breaking through. I made the agreement with God and I was like, okay, I'm going to take on the larger sum, the more money, the longer payments, because this is where I'm comfortable enough to take the sleep. But I want the ability to pay this off early. Yes. In full. And, and I want additional support on top of it. Then came the scholarship right. that I claimed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not only did I take on a $5,000 agreement, I got the scholarship that knocked off $1,000. Then because of that, I had this huge influx. Why? I created the larger, higher caliber program, like you suggested. Yes. Which took me from consistent $2,500 months to my first $6,000 month without a website, without sales strategies, without anything put in place, but spirit as my strategist, period. You're right. And we've already like, I'm like the $10,000 month is here. <laughs> right around that corner. And it's funny because... I birthed this package, this, this package that we've created. And since then, I actually had a client today. We talked about it. She's like, I'm ready to extend this package, deepen this work. And there is another package created at a higher caliber point. Price point already being created and people are asking about it. And it's not even yet been born. It is real. This that, is, it's real. This magic is real. Oh my goodness. And I love like one thing that you did in the course, because everyone works the course differently, right? Some mm -hmm. people buy these courses, both courses. And that's the beauty of a digital course. You get it. You have the co coaching and the sisterhood that's really active for the program length. And then you can go back to it as many times as you want. But you came in the one day because you were like, I didn't think I had the time or the space to listen to a course. And you listened to that module and then you took it right into a client and got results. And I think that's what I want people to understand is like, I'm designing this, like do the module and take it right into your work do the module and let's create a new package. Like let's use it and get your money back. Like this is 100%. not a school loan where you go invest in debt and then have schooling. Then you got to go find a job. Like you have a business, you have a mentor, like let's make mm -hmm. the miracles. <laughs> so what was it like for you taking that, the stuff that you learned, the experiences in the modules, and then taking that into your current client work? Okay. So this is actually what I've done. So when I started creating like a mentorship coaching package, it was really called mentorship before I slid into the, into the coaching package. But this was, so this is what I did. I looked at clients before I did miracle worker method. Okay. Totally different result, totally different result. They were moving through stuff, but not creating what I call quantum shifts. Okay. Yes. That's because I was lacking something that I didn't quite get. I was lacking what you teach. And this is my favorite thing that you teach embodiment. Mm -hmm. You took that to a next level and miracle work, miracle worker method every single week takes the layer of embodiment 
to a new excavation yeah. point. Yeah. And once I, I, once I saw that this was the missing piece, that's what I did. I stayed up late and I was like, I am, I'm going all in. I'm going all in. Why? I want these men and women to go all in. I don't want to leave yeah. them hanging. Yeah. I want, like you said, I want to wrap them up with this beautiful bow and let them know that it's going to be okay. So what I did is I did what I was normally doing. And then I added the implementation of what you were literally teaching me in the weeks before adding it within 24 hours, literally 24 hours later. And the results were massive. I mean, just the text messages from my clients, just, just texting me and saying, I'm not quite sure what happened, but just from this session alone, I'm finally in some small way able to see myself differently. And that just makes me so happy because, you know, as a creator, I have doubted creating this, like, but mm. I create it. Are people ready for this? Can't they just go to life coach school? But it's different. It's different. And, you know, I know that the way I even teach is different because some people are like, I don't want to do all the meditating. I don't want to do the body work. I don't want to do things. Just tell me. And I'm like, you can't take people into that texture of life and feel into the things unless you journey it yourself. And that's why mm -hmm. it's really, I have chills because it's for the journey and you're always willing and you're like, all right, <laughs> let me go into the journey and let's see what's there. But now your clients are the beneficiaries of that as well. So that just makes me feel so happy because that's why I feel like, and you know this, like this is the work that we're needing to heal and to soften mm -hmm. into everything's okay. We're okay. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been a powerful shift, you know, I, ultimately with Miracle Worker Method, I tweaked ultimately the entire package and I ended up adding a week to my program and I had a client that ended this week and her text message, I, it was so validating that I couldn't respond right away because it was such, it was such a gift to receive that love back and, and, and literally she told me this is one of the absolute best things that I could have ever done. And that. it was just holding space for this woman to emerge and truly remember who she is beyond all of the illusions that keep her separate. And it was, it's, it's been a miracle witnessing women come home and men yeah. truly come home to who they are. Oh my goodness. So this is the cool thing is like, this is just like, we just ended, like we're in the last week. Mm -hmm. uh, did you watch module 10 or listen to no, I'm not even done yet. I'm okay. still in weeks eight and nine. I'm in saturation mode. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. Cause some of the ladies, um, Lauren and Mo were like, we're just saturating. Maybe it won't end if we don't do it. But weeks 10 is all about business. So we go through the process and then we go into the business. Um, but that's really what I want to empower you all with is like, we need more women doing the good work, doing the deep work, doing it from integrity, doing it from personal experience, doing it with the intention of, I want you to go back home to your heart. I'm not trying to be the expert or the guru or whatever you are. And then also we deserve to make the money while doing yes, it. We should be absolutely. rich too. Not just like the absolutely. women, as my friend Annabelle would say, priestesses get off the couch. <laughs> like Absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I love that. You've bought yourself some beautiful new things recently. You have upgraded your living environment. You mm -hmm. are you have such a beautiful supportive relationship. I love how your man just supports all the things you do. And um, I just know that there's so much good that's unfolding through you as you and for you. So I'm, and, and you know, they're truly, it's 
so there's this been this place through the various I call it, I've been in spirit school all year with you and, and another another amazing coach and you know the, the good thing that that has really come through this for the first time ever there is a cellular submission to the highest vision of my life with God mm. and there is a trust that is moving in so deep that even when there's like a hint of this older version of myself I see her and I love her and then I immediately am like no God's got this. I've got this. I know my spiritual backbone has become strengthened immensely. Yes. Spiritual stamina. It's been powerful. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, I love having you in my world. You're so much fun. You're just such a bright light. And I mean, you're always in my world. I'll be cheering you on from, from all the places, but I want to thank you for coming here, sharing this, because what I know is there's another woman that offers something and you could be you know, like there's women that makes multiple six figures that are in that program. There's women that don't even have their mm -hmm. business yet. Right. Like I feel like Monique falls in the middle where she has, mm -hmm. she's been making the money, but now she's like, how can I make more? How can I deepen and step into that mastery and that uh, like ascended CEO? So that being said, um, I hope that this, this message that this container that we just created reaches the women that are ready to step into their light and to stop hiding because we need you and it's your time to thrive, shine, share all the things. So thank you, Monique. I appreciate you. And I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. It's always, it has always been an honor to share space with you from the very beginning. Aww. Thank you so much. That program that Monique is referring to, Miracle Worker Method, my spiritual coach training program, is a deep experiential journey into embodiment combined with business mentorship and sisterhood in a three-month container. And this program is open for enrollment right now. The pricing is at early pricing until the end of the day, December 31st. So if you are someone that has been wanting to show up and shine and you are ready to really step into your work as a miracle worker, as a light worker, as a healer, as a modern medicine woman, as a guide, join us because this offers you two different things. It offers you the ability to go deep into a library that you have forever. It continues to grow. I'm already adding another video to the module even now since the first round. And guess what? Everyone that invested in round one gets access to that. And everyone that invests in round one and in round two, they'll get access to everything I, I add in, in round 10. So this is something that continues to grow and you only make a one-time investment into it unless you're on a payment plan and of course you make multiple investments but after you pay it and pay it off it's done the sisterhood continues as well i'm going to add all of you ladies together into one alumni group so all of you miracle workers are together and you can share ideas ask for support get to know one another so this is an investment that continues to pay you dividends again and again and again and not only that you have me supporting you, coaching you, giving you feedback, offering you support in the three-month container of the program. So my friends, this starts on January 18th, but again, if you wanna get on the early pricing and the early bonus, the early bonus is having this session with me, a New Year's session with me on January 6th. It's everyone that joins before the end of the year. That's it. So it's gonna be an intimate group. It's gonna be really amazing. Join us if you feel called. January 18th, we begin the journey. Now, 
let's get into the juicy stuff here. I know that other stuff is juicy too, but here is where I want you to begin to take notes. I want you to begin to unravel the ways that what I'm about to share has kept you down or kept you restricted in your life, in your business, in your desires. Let's talk about what to leave behind in 2020. Number one, top of my list, trying to be liked. This one shows up in so many ways. It can show up in needing validation and approval for the things that you feel called to post online. You know, you have an idea, you put up a photo, you put up a video, and it doesn't get the likes that you want. You get 85 likes instead of the 850 likes, let's say, and meh, it's not good enough. And then you start judging yourself. Or let's say that you are going to an event, like the thing we used to do. (laughs) You're going to an event and you meet a group of people and maybe there's people that you've been watching and following online. This is me speaking from experience here. And there are people that you look up to, you love their brand, you loved watching the things that they share online. And when you meet them, you really wanna be liked by them because you really like them. And guess what? They don't really act like they like you. And then you judge yourself. And this is all me speaking in, in personal experience. I used to do this shit. And let me tell you that moving into this new space, moving to Texas, has really allowed me to deepen into this role for myself of like, get over trying to be fucking liked. Because, you know, I'm meeting so many new people. There's so many people that I think are freaking awesome, or I know that they're up to really great stuff. And if it were up to my ego, all of them would like me, love me, revere me. And, you know, that would be the thing. But we all want to be liked. The reality is, is that a lot of people won't like me. A lot of people won't like you. And that's not because there's anything wrong with you. It's because that we're not designed to like every single thing on this planet. We don't have the capacity for it. We are built to resonate and to align with certain things, right? You like the gold version. I like the silver version. No, I I really like the gold version of everything instead. (laughs) But you know, it's like you like coffee. I like tea. We get to like different things. And this is the same for humans. It's the same for you and the things that you enjoy and like. Stop trying to be like. This also shows up when you're creating things. Again, I know from firsthand experience, creating something and hoping that everyone loves it, everyone likes it, putting a program out and wanting your old clients to like it, your new clients to like it, wanting everyone to approve and just fall in love with it, just stop. The thing that needs to happen is that you honor what feels true for you and do not self-abandon. On the path to trying to earn likes, whether it's social media likes or likes and approval from another human, you will abandon yourself. I know because I've done it. And you know what? I'm over it. (laughs) I'm definitely leaving it behind in 2020. Now, this is something I've been working on for a long time. It still shows up in its own ways. At the end of the day, it's a human condition. However, 
we can become mindful of it. And as we're mindful of it, we start to dissolve this pattern. You don't have to earn love or likes or attention. Notice what feels natural. Notice what feels aligned and do that. Follow that. Do not self-abandon. So one thing I want to give you as an action item here is just write down, get honest with yourself. Where have you tried to be liked? Is it in the workplace? Is it in a business circle? Is it on social media? Now, of course, we all want to be liked on social media for growing a business because that's how we grow. But I'm asking you to deepen into something here, which is your authentic self is your abundance. And if your authentic self is your abundance, then that's the only thing that matters. The more that you align and express with your authentic self, the more that you are expressing and accessing your abundance. The right people come, the right followers come, the right amount of likes will come, the people that love you and that show up for you and that match your interest and match your effort and it's truly an aligned match. What I found is that in these times, like over the years where I have wanted to be liked by someone or a specific group, when I really got honest with myself, what I realized is we're not even aligned. Like we don't even like the same things. We're, we don't see the world the same way. I'm not even that interested in them. Why did I want that? It was such an ego thing. So you'll notice your people by the way you feel when you're around them. Can you relax? Can you be yourself? Do you have to always be a certain way or put on a role or put on an act? Or can you just be you? So letting go of the need to be like, let's move on to the next thing to leave behind in 2021. Making yourself wrong for your desires and dreams. This is something that revolutionized my life. I judged myself for the things I wanted for so long. I remember one of my exes, he would judge me because we would go on a vacation and literally as soon as we got back from vacation, I would be looking up other vacations. He's like, damn, you just got back from vacation. Isn't anything ever good enough for you? You need to get back into real life. You need to get out of this bullshit. (laughs) Like he would totally judge me for it. And he lived a life that you went on vacation maybe once or twice a year and you worked the rest of the time. And that was that. But for me, I dreamed of this lifestyle where I just knew that I wanted to travel a lot. So what did I do? Anytime I had the urge to go on vacation or build out that trip or look at those hotels, I made myself wrong. I judged myself as being irresponsible, not being realistic, all those things, you know, that don't involve miracles. So I made myself wrong. Another way I made myself wrong was by investing in myself and doing things that cost money that the average person doesn't understand. So I would get a desire, I would make an investment, And then right after, my money would feel tight because I just made an investment. I just charged all that money onto my debit card and I watched my bank account go bloop. 
And what would I do instead of celebrating and just saying like, all of this is coming back to me, it's done. I would actually have like a one to maybe three day period where I would start second guessing it. And I would think, was that really the right decision? The second guessing sounds like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have waited. Maybe my dad's right about what he says about my spending habits. Maybe I am financially irresponsible. So I would go into the space of making myself wrong. And really what it does is just slows down the entire process of surrendering to the good that's coming from me honoring my desire. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that my belief is your desires are a direct call to action from the divine. Now, I'm not talking about the desires that come up when you're trying to numb yourself from an emotion and you're just filling up the Amazon cart with 10,000 things you don't need. I'm talking about the desire like you have a desire to go on the trip. You have a desire to invest in the program. You have a desire to be in the community with the women that are doing the big things. These are desires that are leading you into a new level of yourself and you cannot deny them for if you do, you deny an aspect of yourself that is asking to be expressed. Don't make yourself wrong for that because logic will tell you one way to live your life, which is plan out all the things, do it according to plan. And if you don't, you're being unpredictable, you're being unrealistic. But you know how we live here in the miracle-minded world, in the miracle realm? We're not focusing on logic. Logic is everything that's already happened, and we're basing our experiences off of that. We're opening up to quantum leaps, quantum shifts, miracles. So we got to play with that too. And because we're playing with that, we have to trust where our desires are leading us. So do not make yourself wrong for your desires. I want you to now, with your journal, notice and write down ways that you have made yourself wrong for your desires and dreams. Did you go buy a beautiful dress that was perhaps triple the amount of money that you normally spend on a piece of clothing, but it made you feel so beautiful? That dress made you feel like a future version of yourself. Right? It's like you step into that dress and you see yourself and you're like, wow, this really allows me to express this, this part of myself that I normally don't get to express. You know, I get to step out of mom mode. I get to step out of sweatpant mode. I feel sexy. I feel fierce. It's worth every penny then. And that's what we have to remember. We can't put ourselves in these boxes and limit ourselves because we suppress ourselves. So write down the ways because I want you to liberate yourself and forgive yourself for making yourself wrong. I forgive myself for making myself wrong for da-da-da, fill in the blank. I love myself even though I da-da-da, fill in the blank. Okay, now let's move on. Putting people on a pedestal. Now, this similar to the first one, trying to be liked, but there's a distinction here. I know that I would put people on a pedestal by thinking that they were special and they deserved to charge more for their things or they were special. So of course they could put together a live event. They were special. So people would want to read their book. I remember when I first went on my book tour. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you all here on my podcast. I know I've shared it with clients and things like that. 
I instantly said that I wanted to have a book tour. I mean, that was my dream. Write a book, go on a book tour. But when it really came time to go on this damn book tour, <laughs> let me tell you, upper limiting imposter syndrome was attacking like crazy. I remember the moment when I started to feel the imposter syndrome and that little bitchy voice that like shows up sometimes pop up. I was actually on the beach in Hawaii. I had given myself a trip for my birthday and for my book uh, release. I launched my book on my 36th birthday and I booked myself this luxurious trip in Hawaii. It was a solo trip and I bought myself this first class ticket. I booked this like beautiful oceanfront room and I was living my best life. In that one moment, my energy shifted. I'm on the phone with my assistant and we are talking about the venues for the book tour. And in that moment, I felt you know what, is this being too too extra? I was doing a four city book tour and it turned into three city because Vancouver just didn't work out. I did LA, Denver, because for some reason I have a big group of people that follow me in Denver at the time. And then also Philadelphia. So in that whole tour, I was faced with the shadow side of me that thought, these other people deserve book tours, but I don't. These other people are more valuable, more important, but I'm not. Why would anyone want to come to my book tour to listen to me talk about my book? No one gives a shit. <laughs> like, this is real life. This is what I was feeling. And it's so interesting looking back because I'm like, damn, that was really intense. But it was an illusion. So the thing that was so cool and magical, and this is why I just cannot stress it enough just get to the other side of your own bullshit because you will be met with a miracle with the reward in LA where I lived it was actually maybe the smallest amount the smallest group of people I think we had like 25 people uh it was really beautiful then and the way I did my book tour was unique because I was adding so much value because I'm like, nobody wants to hear about my book. Next time I would do it, just, I'm like, my book is enough. My book is it. It's me. It's the container. It's the energy that we're going to share. So it's so different. But uh, I went to Denver and we had a great amount of people that showed up. And I did Denver all by myself. Like, But I want to tell you how the universe showed up for me. I went to Denver to have this book tour. Flew there by myself. Had my bag with my signs and my books and I had this yoga studio set up that was pretty cool. And actually, Monique, who you heard earlier in this episode, I met her there. So see how it's a full circle moment? This is how I was supported, though. One of my friends happened to be in town and texted me. I was like, I'm here for a conference. Do you need anything? And I was like, you know what? I actually do. Could you meet me at my event space and help me set up? So she came. She lit the candles. She saged the place, blessed the place. And then I just led the event. I signed books. I did the whole thing. I'm so proud of myself for doing it. But it's like literally, that's how the thing went down. But I put people on pedestals. And I thought that they deserve it more than me. They're special. I'm nobody. Like that's what that voice was like in my head. And it wasn't true. So in all three events, we had so many people. Oh my God, I'm totally spacing. I also did New York City. <laughs> Okay. Okay. 
I'm forgetting about my own thing. So New York City was actually the smallest amount of people that came. New York City was also the most pricey to get a place. So in New York City, I think we had about 12 people. Philly was big. We had maybe 40 people come. Um, people came from all over to the Philly one. It was so cool, so beautiful. So, you know, I can't wait to see the next book tour. I can't wait to see the growth, the evolution, even if it's five people more, if it's 50 people more, amazing. But I just know that this is what I was meant to do, so I have to show up for it. And I can't make someone else more important than me. I have to be important to me in this lifetime. And you, my friend, have to be important to you in this lifetime. And that's what this is about. Get those people off the pedestal. You're just as fucking amazing. You're just as magnificent. You have just as much potential. You're so powerful. You have just as much access to God and infinite spirit. You are it. And in this lifetime, you need to own that. And if I had to break this list down into one of them, it would be that. Just You can't self-abandon and you have to own yourself in this way. So I'm sharing these personal stories with you to under, so that you know how I'm showing up in the shit that I go through. It's the same thing as you go through. It's being human. But one thing I'm not going to let happen is my humanness getting in the way of my magnificence. That is what I want to impart to you. I'm literally reaching my hand out and saying, look, you don't have to walk this alone. Your human experience is going to have these moments because your ego wants to keep you safe and keep you in the same operating system you've been doing. And when you step too far out of your comfort zone, there's a danger, danger, alert mechanism that says, stop, you don't belong there. And we all need support in those times. Write your list, see where you put people on pedestals, and then just cross them out. You're on even playing ground with them. And don't let yourself think anything otherwise. There's no one superior or inferior. You are here as one of one, and everyone else is here as one of one. Stay in your lane. Amplify your lane. Get great at being you and watch life change. Now the next thing to leave behind in 2020 is spending time with people who do not honor and respect your boundaries. So a boundary sounds like I need more time right now. I need more space. No, I'm not available right now. No, I can't do that right now. Or no, I'm not feeling a yes for that. And they want to keep pushing. They want to judge. They want to harass you. Just stop. This is so unhealthy. In this new year, spend time with people who understand no means no, yes means yes, and that we don't get to attack or judge or shame anyone because of what feels true for us in any given moment. And we teach people how to treat us and what's allowed in our space, in our home, in our emotional space, in our physical spaces of all kinds, by letting them know clearly. We don't have to defend our boundaries. We don't have to explain. This isn't allowed here. Oh no, we don't do that here. Oh no, this isn't going to happen. Oh no, I'm not available for that right now. And trust me, there's going to be people that don't understand boundaries that want to kick back. But in the 
next level you, what you understand and what you'll be understanding even more is that you get to choose. And the more you honor what's true for you and your boundaries and you spend time with people who have strong boundaries, you understand that we don't have to just take on everyone else's shit. When people want to call you and just dump all of their stuff on you and people just want to dump all of their energy on you or people that want to ask, 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 need, 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 but don't want to give you anything, you get to decide. I know there's a lot of women out there listening to this that are constantly playing therapist, coach, guide for all of their friends, yet their friends aren't even taking their advice or guidance And these same women are feeling emotionally depleted. Maybe their bank accounts are depleted because they just don't have strong boundaries in general. And when you spend time with me, we just get better and better at this. As someone who has been in decades of abusive relationships, I'm talking about with my family, also with lovers, I knew nothing about boundaries. No one taught me about this. And I had to learn. I had to learn what that even means. I had to learn why I needed boundaries. And I had to learn that someone else enforcing a boundary doesn't mean that they hate me or that it's a personal attack. It's an act of self-love. And over the years, I've learned that. And I've also had to watch my own evolution as I've enforced boundaries for myself and then noticed how I felt after. For instance, in the online space, I'm sharing things all the time and there are women that will reach out and I welcome it. I love to hear your transformation. I love to hear your ahas. But what I'm not available for in my online space is coaching. So I don't coach women in my DMs. I don't coach women in my emails. My coaching, my guidance, my expertise is reserved for the women that invest in my programs, the women that are showing up and that are really committed to change and to be really committed to change for me and with me is to be in one of my containers in one of my programs so I made that rule a while ago but still women will reach out and they will say Nicole I'm going through this and that and I mean they'll dump there'll be 10 paragraphs of something and they'll ask me for advice and what I let them know is that I see them I honor them and I do not coach in my DMs or in my emails. And I welcome them into whatever program feels like a good fit. And if they're ready for the transformation, they will join. Because there's obviously a reason why they're showing up in my DMs, asking for my support, my feedback, my coaching, my advice. And if they're not ready, then they won't invest. And I trust that process and I trust wherever they're at and it works for me. Here's the deal though. In 2016, when I was just getting started, and even a little bit in 2017, that's where I really made the shift because I realized how energetically depleting it is when someone is asking for advice and how every time I take a moment to sit with whatever it is that they're sharing, let it into my energy, and work on a solution with them, that that actually takes my energy. And that that energy is precious for me, that time is precious for me, and that it's valuable and I never get it back. So I started to change my ways. But before that, what would happen is someone will reach out and I had this belief that I was here to save everyone, to help everyone, and that I needed to be in service. 
So when people would reach out, I would spend time with them. I would go back and forth with them. And it was an energy drain. So now I have learned what feels good for me and what allows me to show up the way that I do. Even today, there was a woman that reached out and we like went to school together. I think we went to school together. And she reached out and she just said, I love what you're doing online. I love what you're up to. I love how happy you look. I love how much goodness is going on with you. I would love to get on a phone call one day and catch up. And she goes, but I also understand that you're busy and it's okay if you can't. And you see, there's an honoring of my boundary. There's an honoring of what's true for me. So I just let her know. I said, you know, you're right. There's a lot going on. And also I reserve my energy these days for time with my students, creations like me sitting down on a Sunday and spending an hour recording this podcast and also energy for you know, my catching up with my friends, my really close friends, and being able to support anyone that reaches out in that capacity, and myself. So we do have to change our boundaries as our life evolves and shifts. And as we do, everything changes. So much is different when we honor these boundaries. So for anybody out there that is constantly giving, 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 it's time to really come back to yourself and ask okay what feels good to give what doesn't feel good to give and can you say no without feeling bad can you say no without feeling the urge to people please or abandon yourself can you do that and know that you can do that and still love I say no to people that I love all the time in in little ways I do it with my daughter right I do it with my dogs my dogs may be scratching at my door and they need me to give them attention. They think they need that. And I'm like, but I need a minute. I'm playing my bowls or I'm trying to meditate here. So we have to notice because if we don't, what we'll do is we'll overgive and there'll be resentment. There'll be feelings of being, you know, pulled away from what's really important for us. So that is so, so important. So these are my like major things to leave behind in 20. 20. And then of course, there's always guilt, shame, self-judgment, all of that shit, just kick it behind. I'm envisioning one of those memes where someone is dancing or kicking and the word is coming and it's like guilt, kick it, shame, kick it, judgment, kick it. (laughs) So these are things we're constantly working on, right? Now let's talk about three things to start in the new year, right? We talked about what we're leaving behind, but this makes space for something better. So three things to start. A, loving your body. Start to be more kind to your body in all the ways. When you're in the mirror, when you're eating, when you are drinking something. You know that water holds memory, so I talk to my water. Um, Right now, my belly is making all these noises. My body is like, can we please eat something? So I'm about to get off of this podcast and give it some love. But today, even when I woke up, I decided that I want to move my body first thing when I wake up. So today, I just got my butt out of bed. I walked the dogs and I was like, I'm going to walk them all around my development even before I do anything else. So as I was walking, I kept reminding myself, I love working out in the morning. The first thing I do is work out. So there's ways that we can love our body. Also for me, it's right now I'm in a season of getting massages and acupuncture every week. So making sure I'm doing things that allow my body to feel supported beyond what I can do. I know that not everyone is in a space where we can get massages every single week, whether it's because of COVID or finances. Take a bath. 
get oil and consciously rub oil on your body with love. Recognize and love on your body. Another thing you can do is drink some water in the morning with lemon, but also with a little bit of Himalayan sea salt. It flushes you out. If you know what I mean, you're going to see what I mean. So just you can put a little bit and just allow that to do the work that it needs to do. Eating foods that are more healthy, right? I'm about to get off of here and cook a turkey meatball and vegetable soup with this really great organic bone broth I bought. So for me, I'm eating things that are gut healing and doesn't mean I'm not gonna have a wine during the holiday season if I want one, but I'm making sure that I'm at like a 90-10. 90% good and healthy and healing. And maybe I'll have that Nutella hot chocolate with my daughter because you know we're having a Christmas moment. So that's that. Betting on your potential, my friends, bet on you big time. Bet on your potential. What if you have more to give? What if you're meant to be more rich right now? What if that thing that you desire to do is for you? Bet on it. Invest in it. Spend your time and focus on it. Take your time from the bullshit and the drama that's on social media and in your maybe real life and bring all of your attention onto what's possible for you because guess what? What you focus on grows and here's what I know about your potential. It's infinite. I believe in it so much and that's why I create this content because I want to speak to you and help you get out there and make it bigger. You heard from Mel. She didn't even need a website. Now for me, I recommend a website. I know that if Monique and I are working together in 2021 in any capacity, which I hope to be, if we do, I'm going to be like, all right, it's time to get your system set up so we can scale. But she's done so well and has just kept it so consistent without one. So it's like, it's possible. The next thing is surround yourself with people that support you and see you. When you're around people that support you and see you, they will remind you of your truth on the days where you have forgotten about it. This has been priceless for me. Being around people that see me and support me, remind me of who I'm meant to be, of who I really am. When that voice shows up and is like, you don't need to do the book tour, who the hell are you to do that anyway? My friends are like, no, you do that damn book tour. You go do that thing. And this is the same for me when I see my friends undercharging or I see my friends not showing up for their business and not being that light in the way that I know they can. I'm like, you know that you need to be out there. You know that you're needed. You know that that could be more money. You know that this is your million dollar idea. This is the thing. Get yourself around these people. Now I will say this. It can take time depending on your lifestyle to find your closest circle and maybe your current friends don't reflect the big visionaries and big thinkers and big actors, like acting on the things, not acting and bullshitting, but the big implementers, I should say, the people that are in the doing, they may not be your closest friends right now. And guess what? That's okay. Don't try to make your friends be anything that they're not right now. Let them be on their own journey. But this is my, my call to you. Invest in a circle where you are surrounded by these type of women. I see it in all of my programs. Women jump into Money Miracles. Women jump into Miracle Worker Method. They are inspired by the other women sharing their big wins. Because there's women in these programs, and even with Miracle Worker Method this last round, there's a woman that is multiple six figures, and then there's another woman that has done nothing in her business yet. But she plans to do her business more and more starting now. So she showed up for it. She showed up. She wants to be prepared. 
But being around other women and watching how they run their business, seeing what they charge, seeing what they include in their programs, seeing how they show up consistently, it's contagious. You will be impressed, meaning that you're impressionable. There's going to be information that's going to stick for you. So be around these people, get into these programs, get into these rooms, do the things, trust the process because I promise you it's going to make a lot of changes. So I want to hear from you. What was the number one thing that you got from this message? What was the thing that spoke to you and you were like, oh, I got to stop doing that or I'm fucking done with that? Or what was the thing that you're like, I'm going to do that. I'm in on that. This is going to be different now. You felt it in your bones, your heart opened, like literally the angel sang for you. (laughs) What was it? So let me know. Send me a DM. Tag me on Instagram. Share this episode with someone. I don't know anyone that couldn't benefit from this episode. So share it with one of your friends because sometimes we don't know what's out there that can help us on our journey. And I want to just share that one of my friends gave me a book called The Power. It was like the second book from The Secret. I think it was like the next one. And that book, when I first got it, I didn't know personal development books were out there like that. One of some of your friends might not know that podcasts are out here like that. They might not know that they can listen to something like this. Share it with them. Put it on their radar and let the message do the work on them because that's what this is about. So my friends, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for your reviews and your ratings on iTunes. It means the world for me. If you have not done it yet, if you could take two minutes and leave your rate and review, it just means a lot and it helps me as I grow my podcast, especially this new one that is starting from scratch with the ratings. So my friends, I'm sending you so much love as you transition into the new year. Don't forget to share your aha with me because this is important. We are moving into the new year. And if you tell me that you're letting go of something or you tell me you're starting something, guess what? That's social accountability and you are making a big declaration and you're getting it from just in your head or in your journal and putting it out into the world. And let me celebrate that for you. All right, my friends, blessings, blessings, blessings. Expect more miracles. All right, Miracle Worker, I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle and you have direct access to infinite intelligence and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business. Just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up, and stay open.